You are listening to LGR Reviews on the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about the movie trivia showdown, the first class league, sports, Star Wars, movies, TV, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR Network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show. All right, guys, we are back for some more WandaVision goodness uh, and everything else. Uh, like we always do, we'll start with like talking about like what we thought overall real quick about like the whole episode as a whole. I, I mean, I'll start first. Uh, I really thought the uh, episode was kind of a nice like uh, change of pace because we got to see what was going on on the outside uh, of this world of the sitcom uh, brand. And I think some people that may not be digging that super good or, you know, like maybe that wasn't their favorite thing. Like they got a little bit about like of what they wanted uh, when it comes to the MCU. And uh, I loved it overall, this episode. This is starting to get me, I've always said I've liked this show and I loved it. And this is getting me close to saying I love it. Uh, the only nitpick I had in this whole episode was uh, the Darcy Lewis character. I think a little bit of too much jokes, like everything out of her mouth to me doesn't have to be a joke. And uh, so, like, maybe the writers, like, cuts that off a little bit and she gets a little more serious as the uh, season goes along. What would you think, Amber? Oh, straight up. From the moment I turned that episode on, I got chills. Like, because, I mean, the first thing you get is you go into this cold open from the return from the blip. And it's like, oh, that happened. Okay, this is different. Because, you know, I expected more hippie, happy WandaVision song. And then that was not what I got. And I was like, oh, we're going MCU here finally. So for anybody who's been giving it a lot of flack and saying, hey, look, you know, there's been too much sitcom stuff, you got your episode now. And I don't think they can go, go back to solely the sitcom episodes anymore. I mean, we're going to start seeing, I think, more sword interaction. But I loved it. I really loved it. Like, it yeah, was now, exciting. one of the things uh, leave, going out of this is I kind of feel they may do is like, Maybe next week we go into the sitcom fill again, or at least main, most of it, maybe five or 10 minutes of it be outside of that sitcom thing. And then the episode after that be more outside with just a little bit of the sitcom flair. To yeah. It. So like, I actually think they may be switching it up each episode for a couple of episodes here, uh, which may be very interesting. And when you brought up something, let's go ahead and get uh, into the episode. One of the coolest things you're not lying is like the very beginning. Because if I'm not mistaken, the only thing that we see from the, the the blip, like you called it, was like at the very end of Endgame, whenever the people were coming back there, but they already sort of had came back. They just start showing up through the portals. Mm -hmm. And then we get a little bit of something from Spider-Man Far From Home. But like it was funny. Saying, right, yeah. And the, the, the stuff with Spider-Man Far From Home was like the kids are back in school. You didn't get to see them. I thought it was really super cool that we got to see these people, like how they actually came back. And it was like in a hospital people are sick and everything else and then all of a sudden you have these people up here in this hospital that's already chaotic even more chaotic now because people are coming back to life and you see uh like the character rambo 
she uh, comes back and she was like a little girl, if I'm not mistaken, from the Captain Marvel movie. And now you see her come back and you realize that her mom, like, I'm like, oh man, like, so what's going on here? And she's, mm -hmm. her mom's been dead now for like three years and like they've been gone for what, like a, around a total of five years or something yeah. like that. It was crazy. Like, so first off, I'm repping my Captain Marvel. You can't really see it, but it's there. Yeah. Because, I mean, anybody who read the comics knows Monica Rambeau is a future Captain Marvel. I think she was Captain Marvel before Carol Danvers was Captain Marvel. But, you know, you got to rep that Kree star because, I mean, Photon, when she, yeah. But, like, Monica Rambeau is dope. And that first opening, seeing them all, like, seeing her reform from, you know, like the dusting, it was insane. I was like, oh, oh, this is crazy. Um, we have a time frame now. It's been released that this was about three weeks. That the beginning of the episode obviously was concurrent with an Avengers Endgame. But now when they when all these episodes start, that was about three weeks after Endgame. So now we know. Now we know when it was. Um and you know we had a lot of questions answered and that's really important because for for a show that has asked so many questions and not really given us much we finally you know we got into the meat and potatoes and that's something that they said that they were going to do one through three we're going to be like setting up the world a little bit uh four through six we're going to be you know meat and potatoes and then seven through nine all hell is going to break loose so i am i just wanted to be past i wanted to be episode seven now but I'll take five and six as they come. It's fine. We're halfway done, but yeah, it's kind of weird. Like I've talked about before with like the Mandalorian, something Disney plus is doing is like, even with this show, like I love the fact that they're not making it. Oh, we have to have an hour long episode. We have to have 22 episodes a season or anything like that. I love right. the fact that we're getting this and, and it's coming at you fast and hard. And like the stuff's been like really super good and at least really high quality. So it's like, how much more could you have added to these episodes anyway? So like, I'm really kind of liking it and digging it. And when you go back and watch the episode, like, oh man, it's like so much easier to do and stuff with that. Now, as we went along, we saw Rambo uh, go through the thing. We learned, like, see, like I said before, like in one of our first episodes here of doing it, I'm not the super fan. Now, I really love the MCU. So like, I didn't know Ram uh, her mom was like a, some kind of a leader for sword right so we kind of like figure that out that her mom was kind of mm -hmm. the leader of this thing and she's coming back after the blip and they're like well okay we're gonna send you on this like missing person thing or whatever and she's kind of bummed out about it because she's like oh man i'm better than this like i want to get back into the field and do the real work she goes off there she goes to westview now you know it's like okay cool well she's going to be doing some serious stuff uh there was a scene where they she shows up and uh, you meet an FBI agent, but you also meet these two cops and they're like talking and stuff. And he's like, well, go talk to him. And she does. And there's these cops that are literally sitting next to a road sign. called it says Westview. Westview. And, and they're, like, they're pretending like there's never been a town and they're from Eastview. Like, what did you think about that? I thought that was like something that kind of woke me up. I was like, whoa, this is their crazy. car. Their cruiser actually says Eastview. Their patches say Eastview on them. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what is going on? What is this Westview place? Is it something they don't remember? Like, was it there? Or is it something that, like, did things, did things get changed and created? So I guess it remains to be seen on that. That's a, that's a really good question. But, like, what's going on inside this Westview? Like, I mean, there's a lot. For one, I want to bring up the fact that, you know, I'm really excited. I was right. It was Jimmy Woo on the radio. Yes. 
Um, you called that, yes. I'm, I'm really excited that, you know, I do love Darcy. I do think that there was a little bit of humor, but I expect it from those two characters. Jimmy and Darcy are like, they're, they play more comedic foils in the movies. Um, I have to give credit to the fact that Jimmy Woo, when he pulled out his card, he did the card trick that Scott Lang was trying to teach him in the movie. So nice. nods, nods to that continuity. Um, <laughs> and Darcy, it was Darcy watching the episodes all along. In fact, she figured out that it was that it was a TV broadcast, that it was that kind of radiation. I heard a cool theory today that uh, that kind of radiation has been around since the Big Bang Theory. You know what caused that kind of radiation? Infinity Stones. Hey, so I thought that was a really cool way to tie that in. And, you know, TV TV sets, the way that they used to play and, you know, that kind of radiation that causes TV frequencies has been around since the Big Bang. That's that's the uh, I can't think of what it is at this moment, but that's the type of radiation. Um, the toy helicopter. It was not a big helicopter that changed in the barrier. It was a tiny drone. And also that tiny drone happened to be wearing these colors. So they were Captain Marvel colors. I thought that was dope. I, I like I got a lot of really good feels from the episode. It was still there were some moments that were freaky as hell. I mean, because you know, you know me, I'm I'm not the biggest horror fan, but I I like it and I can enjoy it. But woo, uh, there were some moments that struck me that gave me chills that were just like that oh, yeah. happening. Like, well, it was like with Wanda, like in the when we actually got to see, like, because like when we saw it in the first time in the episode when she got kicked out, it was kind of like she just got shoved off. Mm -hmm. But in this episode, we got to see like really what happened to her when she got shoved off. She went through like walls and fences and everything else from uh, Wanda. Right. And this look on her face was like way more evil and stuff that we got because we got to see kind of more of that play out. And yeah, right. like, I mean, that is some of those like horror features and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, Wanda was chilling. She was absolutely scary. Like, oh, I was yeah. like, I don't want to mess with her. Jeez. Like, she was absolutely terrifying. And I, I think it's funny, I, I mentioned this before to you, that she went through two walls, a fence, and the barrier, and she broke through the fourth wall, which is basically a nod to TV shows referencing the real world. And no, where yeah, did she I, go? She went to the real world. Well, I mean, okay. it's probably just something that happened. It was just good timing or whatever, but they just announced like the Deadpool like movie that they're going to be doing and he breaks the fourth wall all the time. And so whatever, like you, you never know, like Feige, it seems like that dude has every little like inch just planned out. Uh, so we, we went further on and we got to see like sword set up basically a camp outside the, the city now. Cause they know like something's going on Rambo mm -hmm. because she got sucked into the Westview and that's how she got in there. Uh, and they start setting up this thing. So then we know that they start, coming up with game plans. And one of them is to send somebody through like basically the sewers to like go underneath to see like if he can get through. Maybe this bubble thing is only the top part of the town, like not actually, you know, all the way down mm -hmm. the ground and stuff. And so we do learn there, like, cause you know, like one of the episodes we kind of speculated a little bit. I think I even asked you about like, man, who's this person that's like the beef, you know, the beekeeper here, who's this high person and everything else. And like, you tried to like, come up with things that maybe this person is something secret, but it turns out it looks like maybe it was just because his suit that he was wearing to go through there kind of resembles a beekeeper suit. And it just yeah. changes that when it goes into the world. 
Like, and I, I had seen that, like I had seen somewhere that there was some promo video of a guy in a hazmat suit in the sewer crawling. And then he changes as he goes through. I did not see where it changed into the jump rope. That wasn't in there, but I thought that was amazing. And I was like, I want to know what happened to Agent Franklin. Like, where did this guy go? A lot of people have been saying that he's the ice cream guy at the beginning of episode three, but I don't know if I feel that. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like Zach, I, I feel like the guy that played the beekeeper or hazmat suit guy, Agent Franklin, I feel like he would probably still be a face in the show. I don't know. I don't feel like they could replace him that easily. Come on, guys. But right. yeah, like. No, yeah, I was just going to say, like, now, because it, it's interesting because, you know, we do these reviews and we're two different kinds of people, like, in how we watch them and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. I'm watching, I'm looking at the big stuff, the big picture stuff that's obvious to me and things like that. And every now and then I'll pick up some things, right? Like, okay, cool, this, this, and this. But one of the things, because like some people are super nerds, like when it comes to this, one of the things was like that you were telling me before we started airing the episode was that somebody had like zoomed in on some like paperwork and stuff. Like, mm -hmm. so, so what's happening there? Amber? Okay. So first off, as they're putting papers up on the whiteboard and the wall um, where they're identifying the cast members in the show, mm -hmm. um, first off, Agnes doesn't have a New Jersey driver's license. And you would think that that would be something easy to pull because they're automatically pulling up people's information. Dottie isn't on the board, but uh, Norm Sheet, uh, his name is Abilash, uh, and on his sheet it actually says uh, something to the effect of Vision awakened him, he expressed concern for his father and sister, and when Vision released him, he became Norm again. It also asked if, Vil or if Wanda was controlling the town and um, like, are these people in danger? So I thought that that was insane. I, I was like, wait a second, this hasn't been seen on the show. Was this accidentally dropped? Did they write this by accident? Was this done out of order? I don't know, but there's a possibility. I mean, like, I feel like that would have been not seen. I feel like that would have been blipped out, but who knows? But I mean, it, it's crazy the things that people catch and things that people see. And I think that those sheets on the board are a haven for Easter eggs. Another one, the whiteboard, things that they found on the whiteboard. Um, it says that there's a five mile radius around the town. So interesting. Um, it asks if the scrolls are responsible. Remember the scrolls from Captain Marvel and the end of Far From Home? That's crazy. Like what good spotting. Um, and then the other big ones, they ask all the questions that we've been asking. Um, why hexagons and the shape of of the bubble is a hexagon i thought that was crazy uh i was right uh geraldine slash monica's earrings are hexagons uh then why sitcoms it's a good question i'm sure we will find out an answer to that they never do anything without a reason um is it the same time and space and then the big one the one that we're gonna bring up right now is vision alive mm -hmm. after watching that episode i'm not sure <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think he's alive. I think there for a little bit of a second because of the things that were going on, and she was kind of getting messed up in her own head a little bit there because you just had the, the babies being born and all the like crazy stuff that's happening all around, you know, all that, and she throws Rambo out of the out of the actual world you could call it, and all that. I think that like she gets overloaded for a second, and she doesn't have vision 
like to where she has like him in this world and you see vision a little bit what he really would be looked like you know like at this mm-hmm. point and i i really think that he is dead and she's just controlling him and making him look like you know what he she wants him to look like right like i think yeah. i think she's walking around with this character that is still like a dead character like that he's not coming back and like she's just kind of living in this fantasy world to keep him there that's what I feel, but I mean, it could be all kinds of things as, as crazy as MCU. Who so knows? I mean, honestly, with the way that they've been dropping little clues, first off, we know that Wanda does not have the full scope of her powers mastered. Second, by, I mean, part of her growth in the comics was that Agatha Harkness helps her learn her powers, but also, you know, a lot of other things happen. So I'm wondering if they're like with her bringing a stork on the wall to life and bringing butterflies from a mobile to life i'm wondering if she has either reanimated vision somehow mm-hmm. if she's already done it or if she's doing it as we speak i'm hoping it's the latter i think he's going to be alive by the end of this i hope mm-hmm. if he's not you know no harm no foul we understand we understood what was happening at the end of infinity war but boy, when that when that showed up, it made me jump. I was like, "Ooh, jump cut! Oh, that's 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 his Thanos head." Oh, it's it's one of those things to where I just really do. I don't want them to get, look. I like the actor. I like the character vision, but I just don't. I, I don't want it to feel like empty. Like everything in Infinity War and Endgame was empty and. With that being said, I just don't want him to come back. I don't want him to be fully functional, fully alive for that one reason, because I just I want Endgame and Infinity War to mean something. And if you keep bringing everybody back like that possibly paid the ultimate sacrifice, I think it cheapens what we saw in Infinity War and Endgame. Like, I, so I don't want this really to happen. Like, and, and I know a lot of people may hate that because they like the character. I like the actor super good. Like I don't want him to be gone. Like yeah, kind of I love but that being said, it's like, man, come on. Like I mean I just I just want to be able to know that there's there is a price. Like Thanos came and did his thing and it and, and, and we had that big story, that big lead up. I just don't want it to feel like it was there for nothing. And I mean, I totally understand that. And I have I have that feeling too, in a way. Um, I feel like if they did do it, it would be for a good reason. You know they never do anything without a good reason. Like, I mean, Black Widow is done. The iteration of Gamora from that from this time, the, the MCU time period that we're in, is done. We get the other realms Gamora, but that's not the same Gamora. So, I mean, I'm wondering if that's kind of the route they're going to go with Vision. Because we still have a lot of people who are no longer with us, and that's... I mean, that's okay. I don't know what they're going to do. But, I mean, my 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 belief is that they could really go anyway with this one. Because there there's a lot there, there's a lot riding on it. And I think that they want to highlight her powers. And if it's heading the way that I think it might, I think that this is going to make her super strong, finally into the strongest Avenger like she's supposed to be, as Kevin Feige has alluded to. And I do think that she's like she has brought people back to life in the comics before. So I think that they're trying to play that up because that would be the only person who can bring anybody back to life. I don't want her to bring anybody else back to life. And if she doesn't bring Vision back to life, I'll be okay because Paul Bettany has done a great job. But I would still I would be okay with it if they find a good way to explain it. 
Also, okay. um, at the end of the episode, like, you know, Vision shows his concern very easily, especially in the third episode and in the fourth episode. Mm -hmm. In the fourth episode, he looks directly at the TV and looks very worried. And for him to be dead and not sentient and to be showing those levels of concern, I don't know. I don't know if I could buy it. So I'm wondering what's going on there. We'll find out. We'll find out. Oh, yeah. now, I, I will say this is like, uh, this is a question that I have because. Yeah. And, and this is a different kind of uh, television we're getting from streaming and they're telling a story and it's a different kind of story than we would normally get from say a sitcom itself or something that's on regular TV. Oh yeah. Because by now we would have met the bad guy. By now the bad guy's face would have been shown. They want you to know who this evil dastardly character is, you know, whether it's Andrew Guy eating a chicken sandwich on a Burger King commercial <laughs> or any of these other bad guys that we've ever had in any of these kind of things. And so the way they're playing it out is like sword to me. I was like, okay, so sword might be kind of bad. Maybe they're manipulating Wanda. Like when this, when this show first started, maybe they're manipulating her and like trying to get her to do something she really didn't want to do or something. So maybe they're kind of like, they're supposed to be good, but they're kind of bad, but it looks like they're not going that route. And with them not going that route, like I, I've got a couple questions here that you can kind of hit on. And one of them yeah. is like, when will we see and who is the bad guy possibly in this thing? And I know you've already had one speculation in one of our other episodes about that. So do you still think it may be going that way? But the other thing is, is this a whole season of uh, streaming that we're going to get for WandaVision? Is season one technically Wanda, the Scarlet Witch, actually just being the bad person in this thing? Is she ultimately the bad guy? And the reason why I'm saying that she took control of a town against its will. She's controlling all the people in there. She's not allowing any others in that she doesn't want. And if they do come in, she technically gets control of them almost immediately. Because like Rambo goes in and obviously starts, she starts playing a character in that sitcom. She, she wasn't her normal self until that moment happens with the kids in the last yeah. episode before this one. So like, is she going to be the bad guy in this? Like, I mean, I know ultimately she'll turn good or whatever. We know who she is. We know Scarlet Ridge is technically part of the Avengers. So she's ultimately a good guy. But in this season one of WandaVision, is it simply just her being the bad guy? Or is there going to be somebody else, like I said earlier? Listen, I straight up think that they're trying to make you think it's just her. I honestly do. I think that there is somebody behind the scenes that might be pulling some strings. I don't think they're pulling all the strings, mm -hmm. but I think that there are strings being pulled because that moment right after she boosts Monica right out of the right out of Westview, I mean, she looked like she had she was like like she was looking down at her hands and she's like, I I and then she just kind of snapped back into focus and put the wall back together. Mm -hmm. And to me, that for one, I mean, obviously she has some serious PTSD going on. Don't get me wrong. This woman has gone through it. She's watched everybody she loves be ripped away from her. We, But even in that moment when she came up against Thanos, she was not like she was talking to Monica. Oh, yeah. Not not in that moment. She, I mean, she was shaky. She was, she was upset. She was devastated because, I mean, the last seconds before, for her, Vision died. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you took everything from me or the words that she said to him. And she, like, almost put him into the ground. Oh, yeah. Nah. But 
I mean, it was one of the best moments of the movie. Let's just be fair here. Yeah. But, but then this, this Wanda was a completely different person. Like she was cold. She was very calculated. She was incredibly calm. And it was like this rage, but peaceful rage. I don't know how to explain that. And it, that's what made it terrifying because when she's like all out, like red hands aglow and like coming at you, like you took everything from me. I'm going to throw all these lobs at you. Fine. That's not as scary as seeing somebody who you know has this power just coming at your face. And Monica has no idea what to do. I don't even know if Monica knows she was Monica at the time, but then she's outside and she's like, it's Wanda. It's all Wanda. And I think that, I mean, obviously, Agnes has something to do with it because there's too many, there's too many arrows pointing to it. But do I think Agnes and Wanda are the big bad guys? No, I think something else is happening. And I've heard, I've heard a lot of rumors. I heard one about Dormammu and my buddy Adelia can confirm that if they put Dormammu on this show, I'm going to like freak out and throw something at my TV. I might even stop watching it because I don't want that. I, yeah. I'm I not going like to be as hardcore. But I'm going to agree with you for a second. Like, I'm not going to be throwing stuff at TVs. Because let's be honest here, I can't afford another one, so I can't do that. But on top of that, though, is like we've already kind of got that character. Now I'm cool with that character coming back, but we already kind of got that character with Doctor Strange. I'm not going to love it if he's used here. Like, I want to see it somewhere else. I want to see him. I want to see him walk into his full potential. I don't think WandaVision is going to allow him to walk into that full potential. I believe a new big bad who we can, because they've said that this is like a movie, a six hour movie, which is better for long long form storytelling if they want to stretch it out. But I mean, and they're not doing another season of WandaVision. So I mean, once this is over, they're going to move on to new stories like Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Loki. But I'm straight up going to tell you if they bring Dormammu into this series, I feel like it cheapens the series. I feel like it cheapens the role and it it really just takes away from what could be developed because it's like, oh, cool, rehash this guy over here. Cool, we put him in a suit and now he's walking down the street in Westview. No, <laughs> do that to me, I'm walking. Okay, I'm not really walking, but I'm gonna be very upset. However, I will say, I mean, I wanna see Mephisto. I'll be okay if it's not Mephisto, but everything's pointing to that. They've said they've made too many devil references. They've made too many direct lift references off off of like things that we know from the comics and from House of M, etc. I just can't see them going another way. Now, I do have some Easter eggs too. Um, and one other big, big glaring question. At the beginning of the episode, this is a missing persons investigation. And then Monica walks up to Jimmy and says, Who's the miss- like she's talking about the missing person and he's like it's actually more like a missing town missing yeah. people but who is his contact and why are they missing and how do people not know who he is nobody remembers him so this is going to get revealed to us i'm excited about this mm-hmm. like i i want to know who this missing person is i'm wondering if it's some of the rumored people that might be coming in paul bettany made a comment about how there's an actor in the show that he's always wanted to work with Wondering if it might be that person. I'm hoping it might be that person. But also, like, I'm just excited to see new blood. Like, Tiana Paris, I'm excited she was in there. New blood. I'm excited to see old blood get fleshed out a little bit. I know Darcy, Dr. Darcy, making funny comments and, you know, like, 
the the one where she commented to the guy about how she was like, have you have you gotten any data? And the guy goes, that's extremely classified. And she goes, okay, so nothing. I was like, <laughs> I see you. Yeah, and I was cool with some of the jokes. I'm just like, man, bro, like she did almost everything. Like even when she was <laughs> serious, had to have some kind of funny trope to it. And I was just like, oh, I don't know if I love that every like second. I mean, witty. I feel like if she if if she were a real person, Darcy Lewis would be that kind of person where there'd be a quip or a pun for everything. Mm -hmm. But I feel you. I mean, at times it can take you out of the gravity of the show. So I, I feel that. Luckily, I mean, I was able to insert right back into it because it's that good, but I feel right. you. Um, now, some great Easter eggs. Um, the S.W.O.R.D. headquarters looks like it's in Florida, somewhere near Cape Canaveral. They have an astronaut training program. Uh, anybody who's a space nerd may know yeah. that, you know, Cape Canaveral's in the place where it is so that you can put people into space. I'm a huge space dork, so, and I live in Florida, so there's that. Um, let's see. Uh, the aspect ratio did the same thing again, like it did at the end of episode three, when, uh, when Wanda was walking up to Monica. It stretched from 4.3 to widescreen, which I mean, it, it flips back and forth. Like, so it flipped from the widescreen right. when we were with Sword to the 4.3 when we back, went back to the TV set. And then it widened again. And then she blasts her out. And like I said, Wanda has that, that look, like where she's like, I don't know what I did. What did I do? And then, you know, it's Wanda, it's Wanda, then, then, they go and they sit down, they seem oddly calm. Vision makes a very panicked looking or like concerned look into the screen. And then they just start watching TV. We also saw more jump cuts uh, in the episode where they were questioning that, but it's getting good. It's getting really crazy and really good. I'm like, yeah, the more crazy it gets, the more I'm gonna be into it. Like, like I said, you told me there's a possibility of Mephisto showing up in here, and I got really excited because that dude's supposed to be like the devil or whatever. And like, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm into this. <laughs> like, let's see this dude. So I'm kind of hoping that that guy shows up. But it's like some of uh, some of the people that I know, especially like in the Star Wars realm, like speculate responsibly. Like you can have your speculations, but don't set yourself up for failure at the same time. Right. Because, like, what you may think is super awesome may not be the story they're going for, but that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Uh, so yeah, uh, thank you, Amber, for being here with me to break down and like even teach me a little bit about this WandaVision. It's been a fun experience. Uh, if you guys out there, you watch the video, please like subscribe uh, to the channel and everything else. Uh, we just went over 600, uh, trying to get to that 700 is our next goal. And yeah, like, please like, uh, do what you can share, follow, like put it on Twitter, uh, show it up. Uh, this is one of the new things. And if y'all like this and show support for uh, our WandaVision review. We're, we're actually have plans to do even more reviews that people like actually show up and want to participate in and oh, like yeah. this kind of stuff. And, and if we get enough people watching, you never know, we might take this thing live and not just do it like where we're uh, doing recordings. So thank you guys. Comments, questions, support. concerns, talk oh, about yeah. it with us. Maybe That's we'll go right. on stereo. You never know. We could talk, hey. we could talk Marvel on stereo. That is true. And then on <laughs> that's one of the things we've all got stereo things. So we may be doing something random there. And on top of that, uh, when when everything's said and done, I think a cool idea is possibly uh, we get through with this season. And when we're done, maybe we do sit down and have a Q&A with everybody, all the fans that's been watching and stuff like go live and let them actually just answer, ask us questions about the season as a whole. And that'd be pretty fun to do possibly. But yeah, man, like, subscribe, share the channel, do your thing. 
uh, and that's it, man. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, love every second of doing this. It's, it's been real fun. Thank yes. you. Yes.